he uh, the comments in here. This is right. like he just woke people up. So it was like Beer Garden was dead in a sense, right? Test test. <clears throat> and I don't know. Make sure you talking that. I mic. went on Saturday. Uh huh. I went on Sunday, like when we went with Kahitlani. And there was like maybe five people. Maybe it's not like that every Sunday, but after this video, I drove by mm. this past Sunday. <laughs> there's way more. Well, yeah, they got people watching it. No, yeah. so like there's so many cool things going on in that video. Um, yeah. Like, first of all, it's a song people can relate. People know. Exactly. Right? Um, it's like That's a parody. parody. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then tying it to the local business that people would probably already exactly. know. I mean, exactly. there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff. Um. So I don't know how they came up with that idea, but that's a great fucking idea. <laughs> and that's where, I mean, I think maybe what you're talking about, not making, just making commercials, but actually. Yeah. Well, and then it's like, attention. I'm curious to see if he knew what he was doing when he did it. That's what, yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the, like he, pro I, a lot of times when stuff like that happens, like when we were watching the, like, when we were, you know, that TED talk you sent me, for example, yeah. people don't think through that part. Exactly. You know what I mean? When we were, whenever you sent that to me, I'm like, no, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's kind of how we approach a lot of this stuff from the first place. We've just never, like, put it into words that way. Yeah. And I was showing Ray, and Ray's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, that's why, you know, we're talking about the reason why we put in, um, like, the beginning of a post, for example, like in the copy that we write. Yeah. We'll put in there sometimes, like, I'm just thinking of an example, like, hey, Odessa. Right or hey premium basin, versus just like saying something on there because yeah. from the get right from the beginning of that post, all of a sudden the people that watch that live in Odessa are like no yeah that's me I live in Odessa nice you know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. those little bitty things like that and then um what was some of the other things that they were talking about the um the connections like the this is us kind of thing was one of the ones that they're talking about oh in the TED talk yeah in the TED talk um, yeah making it. Um, like buying them, having them buy into it, where it's part of what they are, who they do, mm -hmm. the identity part, and things like that. The identity part, yeah. yeah. That's it's 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 just so cool to me because now that you, you you sent that to me and I watched it, I'm like, I'm able to I'm now I'm able to like put that all into like neat little sections, and exactly. now I kind of get it. Now yeah. I like it's really starting to click in my brain a yeah. little bit, like how we already talk about it, but from a really informal. You know, it's always just been kind of in the back of our minds, I think. But that was really cool. Yeah, uh, unaware. I think I think for me, for her, what she did was make me aware of what I kind of knew was going on. Yeah. Not really like on that. I mean, of course, they collect all the data. and. Oh, and they've got so many stuff. resources. Yeah. I mean, I get that. So, um, but I, what I'm glad about is she basically said that you could create a viral video. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. And that's exciting because everybody's like trying to create it. Kind of like what just happened with Beer Guard. I think that's a viral video. If they shoot it as a fucking ad. If they distribute it the exactly. right way. Yeah. yeah. Like right well, because if, if that's all organic, mm. like putting money behind it would blow that thing up. Exactly. Um, just like Kahilani, I think I told you. Maybe I didn't. So she was performing over here at that ice skating deal on mm -hmm. Friday. And nobody showed up, right? It's cold as fuck. It's Midland mm -hmm. when nobody showed up. So um, someone made a comment about nobody being there. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's all good. You know, yeah. took my phone out and 
by chance, her sister is like a choreographer, things like that. She just dance dances, mm -hmm. and she jumped in in the middle of me filming, and she did her little dance deal. And um, right now, I think in twenty four or forty eight hours, it's like at fifteen hundred views. And for her, the new page is only a week old. Yeah, and that's good for a week old. Yeah, page. yeah, yeah. And um, she's got like. 20 something shares or, or yeah something like that is it because it was so, funny yeah it's because it was funny and because it you know just like what this ted talk talks about mm -hmm. like oh that's my a lot of people know who they are a lot of people already want them to create their own reality show mm -hmm. um so it kind of made it real for everybody watching her journey yeah and um so i'm gonna wait like a day or two and then i'm gonna go in there and be like do it organically in the sense of share this for you know a chance to win 100 bucks or something like that yeah which is what i did for I went live on Thursday for her at Brew Street, and I put on there share for a chance to win, and sure enough, people were sharing, sharing, sharing. It grows, and then I did another one. You did it at Brew Street. Mm -hmm. Did you tag Brew Street? Did they know? No, I didn't. What was? Did you get a picture of Brew Street? Did people know it was Brew Street? I don't think so. That so that's an interesting thing for me because like I think about that stuff because, um, okay, like Cat for example, Cat. Um, one of our account managers. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, she does. No, not Cat Copeland. Cat Cat Lopez. She loves Brew Street, okay. right? Like she goes there all the time. And I bet you there's a lot of people that are kind of in that same boat. And if they'd seen that and noticed that it was Brew Street, remember that whole like community thing? Oh yeah. Like oh yeah, I know that place. And then they might share it just because they know Brew Street or the owner sees it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just those little things that that. I'm, I I always think about when those on those situations. That's a good one. I it's like this. Whenever like I want to get. I thought I did, but no. Like I want to talk to beer garden guy. That what'd you say his name is? Chad. Chad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to kind of see you know, a couple reasons. One, I'd be really interested to see like what his thought process through that was, yeah. if he had one at all, because yeah. sometimes that happens. Um, and, and then, but then, then then the flip side of that is like having him on the podcast. Then when I release the podcast on a Facebook post, what do you think I'm gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna tag Beer Garden. I'm gonna say, sure. hey, we got Chad Johnson from the Beer Garden. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then it's like, it's a hack. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's just those little things. I yeah. love that. So like, there's another video I did of hers. Her and um, it's like her first original. It's just very simple. Mm -hmm. But it's really really good. And what they're talking about, what she's talking about, is really really good. Uh, in context, like of her peers. So it immediately got traction. It's got 43 shares, 1,800 views, and that's the one that I shot an ad for. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna push it because what I learned, I, I, you, heard, you know Brian uh, Trejo, the Kingdom Music guy. You ever heard anything about mm -mm. him? Christian hip hop? No. Nah. -uh. Well, he got he went viral like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, two years ago, three years ago, and I thought it was natural, but someone. Um, kind of mentioned that there's this video that he put out and then they shot ads behind it and that's yeah. what made him viral because it was such a good such good content and that's what i mean like with these people with the ted talk mm -hmm. you have to know in a sense that it is good content and that it is potentially viral in order for you to push it most people will hear something good see something good kind of like what we're talking about with the beer garden yeah and that promo that video but do nothing yeah. They just post Well, it. I think it's like it's they need to you pay attention to see which ones work better. 
right? Yeah, that one's obviously working. Yeah, and if it works, like, yeah, put some money behind it. How yeah. do you not like? How do you not look at that and say more people need to see this because clearly the people that did liked it. Exactly. So why can't why not expand that out? Yeah. So here's I want to give you show you a good example of this. So look at that one, all organic. <clears throat> Look how many followers that page has. Oh, yeah. So it's when you read that post and you see what was going on there, it's, there was a lot of that. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then this is my city. That's a good one. They wanted to be a part of something, so mm -hmm. they shared it. With their friend, three hundred fifty-six shares. Shit. Yeah. And that would, and it's it's funny to me because a lot of, and there's a lot of like back stuff that happens with that, like the way that we've been priming people for stuff like that, mm -hmm. like you know the things that are you, that don't get seen on that is like how we are, you know, kind of just building up engagement on the page itself. Like these are not viral posts, mm -hmm. but as we. It's just it's stuff that we can throw out that's going to keep people engaged with it, mm -hmm. with the page at least, so that whenever something like this does, it pops. Yeah. Um, but whenever we um, when we we start when we think through a lot of that stuff, I think this is the you know talking about what everybody else should be doing is thinking about well again like the video like it makes so much sense is like the whole thing where I was telling like. We, you know, and you know, Gary Vaynerchuk thing, it's like a normal, it's a thing for Gary Vaynerchuk to say a lot, but like it's, you can't, you can't tell people, right? Like it doesn't yeah. work that way. You gotcha. can't just tell people, this is what, this is who we are, this is what we are, like come buy stuff from us. It does not work that yeah. way. And then I get super frustrated because people all the time, yeah. you know, like I was telling you this morning, mm -hmm. right? Having to deal with wanting to get the word out without doing the work on the back on the front yeah. and back end of that which is like basically offensive customer service yeah right it, from a content perspective exactly how are you again it's the value thing like what does your post do for me mm -hmm. and if it does nothing for me i don't care exactly and that's that's how everybody is so that's why like when we do stuff when we do like the videos and stuff we're doing the videos are based around like what i'm what am i doing for you i'm going to tell you a story that hopefully you enjoy. Yeah. Right? It's never about that's this is what we're doing. That's like, relevant. We, yeah. Like the, the stuff that we're doing with the, the bridal association, for example, mm -hmm. we're telling stories. We're doing like bride stories where like this a bride will come in and, yeah. and says, kind of gives us how they met their partner, gives a story. We put some photos up. It's kind of emotional. Um, and they tell the story and people like it. They're sharing it and they're commenting and they're liking it. We're priming the page. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing three of those and then we're doing like business stories for the vendors. So we're tying it into gotcha. what they're doing at the expo. We're telling the story of the the, um, the vendors. Like we did one for, it was Studio 1401. And um, we were talking to them. Oh crap. Ray, can, did we do Sayla's video yet? We need to get that one out too. That just cut to my mind. Anyway, um, we did one with Studio, Studio 1401. And getting the story of 
how she came about to buy that business because she didn't start oh, yeah, it. Yeah, no way. She bought it, right? And she was telling us like, yeah, we, you know, I don't. She was working there for I don't remember the video exactly, but she's like, she ended up buying into it, and then the old owner left, and so now it's hers. And just There's a, yeah, those stories are really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's like the that's the value on the front end of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like the the beer garden video, the value of that is it's funny. Yeah, you're gonna make exactly. me laugh. Yep, <laughs> and that's worth it. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that's the thing that it, like again, I'm I'm saying this so like hopefully someone listens to this and gets it is that what is the what is the what are you what does your content do for me sure my thing is so on the business side of it and this is what i've told the businesses that i've helped and the business that i've worked with is because of this this cell phone we are we are paying for experience we're in an age where we're not paying for food we're not buying clothes we're not buying a car. We're not buying a house. Mm-hmm. We're not hanging out with our friends. We're paying for experience. And as a restaurant or as a brewery or as a winery or as any organization, through your product and your service that you're selling, what experience are you providing? Yep. Why should people show up to Beer Garden for lunchtime when they can get a burger anywhere else? Right. The experience has to be better. That's why beer. I think that's why Beer Garden does so well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where they're at. Like, I, I don't pretend to know that. Well, I was just mentioning them because we're talking about it. It could be anybody. But why does anybody go to any restaurant yeah. for lunch? It's no, more exactly. about the experience. It's exactly what and it is. And if, if we – so the video provides an experience. Mm-hmm. And if you see the comments, that's exactly what's happening. Now it's a place to experience something. It's not just a place to go to drink beer or not that it always was, but you know what I mean? Like yep. just in, the, just in the, uh, the context of the video is what I'm speaking on is, and if we don't provide an experience, then- From a content. From a, yeah. Yeah, well, content and in and mm-hmm. reality. If we don't That's provide, where I was about to go yeah, with that. If we don't provide an experience, then- um, we're paying We're paying for just a product or a service and we could do that anywhere else. Um, just like with, with, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Um, Nope, I agree with you. With even so somebody could argue, well, what about online shopping? You're paying for a product. Yeah, but the experience is so fucking cool. I think you get that's, your shits. Yeah, shit no, to yeah. You, and then, right, the, experience the online stuff is cool because it's not just it's not just the experience, but it's also like an incredible convenience, mm-hmm. which is another thing people actually pay for. Yeah. Um, man, this is great because it's if you, it's all taking a step back and looking at like the fundamentals of why stuff works. Yeah. For example, like you were saying, like the experience of the content, yeah. right? Experience is a big one because that dives into what's actually going on in the business as well, right? But I'll get to that here in a minute because I have something on Beer Garden. Mm -hmm. But another thing that people buy is convenience. Yeah. Why people buy on, like, why people shop on Amazon? It's not because it's like, I don't think it's necessarily because it's like a neat thing to do. Mm -hmm. It used to feel that way. I don't think it does anymore. It's just a thing we do, but we do it because it's convenient and it comes to our door and we don't have to go to the store. Exactly. You know, and that's what they're that's what they're yeah, doing. The experience. On, yeah. so the experience versus going to the store, which is a different experience. Exactly, is yeah. less. All right. We're, we would rat, much rather order it and, and get it shipped yep. because the experience is better. And then if you talk about now, the experience thing is cool because if you go into the restaurant world alone, and you talk about the experience that's happening. <laughs> the biggest restaurants that 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 are really easy recognizable have a very unique and different experience going on there. For example, Hard Rock Cafe. You know what I mean? That's a big, why? Because when you walk in there, it's 
the just the ambiance that happens sure. in that room, right? Um, Dicks. You ever been to a Dicks before? No, I've never had any. You go in there and they they like what it is is the they're they're assholes to you, yeah, right? Sorry, and it's people like it and it's fun and they enjoy it. It's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, places like Hooters, for example. Yeah. Why does that like? There's an experience there. Whether you agree with it or not is not the point. Sure. Um, beer garden. That is a different experience than is in other places. Yeah. And it's unique and it's different. Yeah. A lot of people in the comments were. In, uh, excited about the fire pits which is the video that was what the video was in a sense introducing really like saying, that's hey, cool we got fire pits like oh you know, see yeah yeah no yeah the, that's the cool experience is better now right that's basically what they're saying like and people are like dude they got fire pits fire pits mm-hmm. we should go now we should go now like now the experience has changed yeah because it's different and now you sit around a fire not only oh i can get warm but you sit around a fire and yep you know it just has that feel and so now the experience is so much different that is man that's in again that's and so that's, cool because it's like it's the fundamentals for me, that's the psychology side of it, right? So I was talking with someone the other day, and they're in oil and gas, and they were talking about um, overcoming um, rejection from the people they're approaching. And so he kind of asked me an indirect question. Do you about, mean like in a sales perspective? In or? a sales perspective, okay. yeah. I think they're, they're buying uh, mineral rights. Mm-hmm. So um, he's developed you know, this process that people go through, um, or his salesmen go through, so that they can overcome the rejection, you know, from these homeowners. Da, 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 da. And he asked me a question, um, and it was, "How do I get you to let me pay you for something you don't know does not exi- that you don't know exists and is worthless to you but priceless to me?" Right? Mm-hmm. You don't know it exists and it's worthless, so why should you sell it to me? And but I want it because it's priceless to me. And in my deal, I'm like, he's like, how do you overcome that? And I immediately was like, well, I don't overcome it. What I want to do is permeate the psychology of, the, of your demographic that you're approaching. And mm-hmm. the way I want to do that is, why, would, why don't we make a video that make, it makes so much sense for you to sell your mineral rights, right? It's so, the facts are so there. It's so obvious that you need to sell it. So when your salesman approached me at the, my door, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to receive it because yeah. I've been seeing it. You already know. Yeah. I already know. Yep. But if I'm the one initially introducing the concept, well, fuck, as a salesperson, you're wasting your damn time. Like, you shouldn't. That's like, for me, that's throwing mud on the wall. Yeah. You know? If I'm that's the first time they've ever heard of it. Is that the yeah. first time? Exactly. So, and that's what I mean, like, with video and content and social media, I was told, I, told, I mean, that's what I told the guy. I was like. You're talking about something that's really cool, which is like, it's priming your potential customers. Yeah. Yeah, um, telling us through telling a story. Yeah. So in whatever way he can, in whatever way he can, I would make a video that is this homeowner, and you can make it funny as fuck. You know, this homeowner doesn't know he's got thousands of dollars under his house, and make a video to educate him about that question. Mm-hmm. Why? Why should I accept your payment of something I don't know exists and is worthless to me, but priceless to you? And make it this huge, you know, yep. making it put into the psychology of your people versus overcoming it every single time like damn that seems a lot of work for yep. me in today's age and this is a real I'll, I'll i'll put that into like in a into context that someone like anybody can understand that um uh like politics for example i think everybody under, everybody's got a side they want to pick but this is a really good example of what you just said the priming them thing if if you are already a hillary clinton supporter when you hear positive news about Hillary Clinton, you're more likely to believe it. Yeah. 
right? Yep. And when you hear negative information about Hillary Clinton, you're way more um, uh, you're you're, you're what's what I'm looking to receive it. Yes, you're more you're likely to skep be skeptical yeah. about it and want to yeah. do the research and figure out whether or not it's true, yeah. or not at all, because that happens too. Um, and the same thing for Trump. So I don't like I'm not trying to pick sides or anything. I'm just saying like. If you are in support or against something, you're going to immediately pick something that already falls in line with your thought process. Exactly. Right? Yep. And so this is marketing priming, which can be done very easily with the tools we have today exactly. where you want to do something. Let's prime them for a month before we approach them. And then all of a sudden, if it's already in line with what they've been thinking, this sell is way easier. Yeah. And that's what I mean. If you introduce the facts beforehand, They've already made the decision, 80%, I say. So when you approach them, it's not um, – it's it's a, it's going to be a 100% yes. Mm -hmm. The sales going to be – the sales process is not going to be, yeah. you know, such a long process. Yep. Having to convince them like you are. So then when you do approach them and you're – and you're, it's going to be eight times out of ten that are going to say yes versus one time out of ten. Yep. Because of that priming, I, yep. I say. It's the same thing with like we're doing, what we're doing, like – it's hard to sell the like some of the like the products and services that we're selling because people haven't been primed enough for that yet, mm -hmm. um, and that's that falls on us to do those that priming for them. Yeah. Um, but it really, I, and if we backtrack it a little bit, people are more willing to buy a television ad, for example, because for fifty years that's the thing you did, yeah. and so it makes sense in people's minds. Like, yeah, of course it works because we did it forever and people are still doing it like why would i want to do facebook ads yeah or let alone post regularly right. and let alone no kidding post right? about myself regularly yeah like your business yeah. yep and that's that's the thing like the priming thing is so cool to me because that, that's it again psychology and, stuff and that's what you're doing like you talked about those um small posts that are just for engagement that's for me that's what people are doing is priming mm -hmm. so if you're but if all you're doing exactly. is shooting ads Right, you're shooting an ad through your post. Basically, you're just like a just, flyer. Like a flyer. That's what you're doing all day. When well, you're already, you know, asking for the damn sale. Like, yep. Won't you love on me a little bit first? Yep. <laughs> you know, like, why should I buy when you ask me to buy? Why should I um, decide on you versus anybody else? And right, that's what I told somebody um, on Saturday about me telling Kehlani's community share this for a chance to win a hundred dollars mm -hmm. i'm like if you have would you rather miss with the guy who gives you money or the guy who doesn't would you rather watch the guy who's giving you money or the guy that doesn't like, right yeah the guy and who that, gives you money <laughs> that's kind of it and that's the giveaways are, are interesting like giveaways are so super easy to get engagement on um if you do it right mm -hmm. um and and it, I like i think the thing with the the hardest thing with giveaways though is are you getting the quality followers that you want sometimes? Mm -hmm. It depends on the industry you're in because sometimes sure. it, like restaurants, like it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like you just need everybody to show <laughs> That's up. That's right. Um, so, th but it's, it's super easy to get people to get engaged with that because again, like that one's a really easy one to think about. Like the value you're bringing up front, like mm -hmm. what's the value? I might win some money. Yep. That's super easy to understand. Sure. 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 <laughs> it really is. Right? Yeah. And then, but if you take that concept, which is I might win some money, and that's the value you're bringing, and then think about that from every piece of content, yeah. and you're bringing value to every piece of content, yeah. that's how that works. Exactly.
So it's knowing your community, right? It's mm-hmm. like, so with the reason I did $100 for like Kihilani's community is because most of them are probably teenagers yeah. or young adults. And $100 is still a lot of money. So it's like, you know, let's let's do that. So Because all I'm doing is, is telling them, introduce me to your network. I'll pay you $100 to introduce me to your friends. Yeah. Basically, I actually did it for free because they have a chance to win $100. <laughs> I didn't do it to everybody, right? But if I want, like, which is what I'm thinking about doing one time is either in January or maybe this weekend is telling people to show up to Kihilani's event for a chance to win $500. Mm-hmm. So then you would spend two hours watching this artist. Tell me, Ki- what is Kihilani? What, what is she? She's, uh, she's she's, on, she's, is she here in Midland, Odessa? She's here in Midland, Odessa. Okay. She is going um, auditioning for The Voice in February. Okay. She's already auditioned for them this past year and uh-huh. American Idol. Um, and they just, you know, she just wasn't the fit right then and there. Right. So she's going to do it again. She's look, And that's part of that is for exposure. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd imagine that's what a lot of people do that for. Yeah. Right. Because sure. you get. I mean, you win that thing, and everybody knows who you are. Yeah. Um, or what, even if you don't win it. Yeah, that's true. Right. Even if you don't win it, that's right. Yeah, people know who you are. So. Um, and that's for like for me. That's what I'm doing with her. Is she had no digital. Landscape. When is she going? She's going in February fifteenth. Are you gonna vlog it? Oh yeah. You gonna documentary? Oh, yeah, document yeah. the whole thing. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Even for her. So like for her, we're documenting on her page. I'm doing it through the story, the storyline. Mm-hmm. So each time, we're, wherever we are, I'm just posting everything on the story, mm-hmm. and then like on her actual page, I'll maybe post some type of video. Yeah. But I want people watching the story for the psychology reason of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm pushing, follow the journey, follow her journey. It's kind of like it's it is not kind of it is what TED talk that TED talk was talking about is having them buy into it. So from now till February is there's a theme, the voice, the voice, the mm-hmm. voice, the voice, and I keep pushing it and keep pushing it and, and wanting people to buy into the support. So when she does make it, they're going to be like, I've been supporting her from yeah. day one, right? What is she doing? What, are, what else are y'all doing from like in a distribution standpoint of like getting that her name out there? That's it. That's man. it. And Instagram hacks. So there's a, a producer that she wants to um, get her get the attention of, and I just went and I looked on – looked. And found the best hashtags for that producer. Smart. And I just been hitting those hashtags. I actually found one that hardly anybody is doing, but that she can recognize. Like there's literally less than a hundred hashtags for it. And um, so I'm putting that. So when she does search for that, I'm gonna be. Does the producer up. have a ton of followers? Oh yeah, she's got four million. Yeah. Yeah. So I have. So it's gonna, real hard to break uh, into that for I'm sure. Gonna, yeah, yeah, but I think I can do it. Oh, um, of course. Like I did with Gary's uh, hacking, mm-hmm. hacking him, like. I didn't try to go through all of the videos. I just went through one video and one comment and posted on every single. You know what you should do? Hmm. You should find that producer's best friend and hack him. Oh, that is that is true. Because he would probably easier to get to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody along the line on the team. Yeah. Like who's who's the doorman at that wherever he's at? You know what I mean? Because if you can hack that guy, because we we talk about this with sales, right? Like with the medical field sales stuff. Yeah. Like we want to talk to the back office manager, right? We're not getting to that guy. Yeah. But if we can convince the gatekeeper yeah, that's at the always. door and, like, bring cookies every once in a while, mm-hmm. eventually she's going to say something. Yeah. And then we're going to get that in. So that's a good you one. should do that on Instagram, too. Like, instead, like, screw it. Do them all. Yeah, Not exactly. just a producer. All the people that work in his building, for sure. example, mm-hmm. if he's got a building. Like, I don't know how his yeah, system she, is set up. Yeah. But, like, that would get – and then, then of course, then you're looking at more work because yeah. you're trying to hack all Which of them. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's what, hashtag. I think that would be really neat to do. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Um, I'm going to see how fast. So I just started like two days ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to give myself 30 days. I'm going to see. So I'll go and I'll look and see if the hashtag is working. And I'll adjust and I'll adjust. Yeah. And I'm like, there's got to be a way to hack her. Like, there's got to be a way to immediately get her attention out of her, four, even though she has 4 million followers. Like, there's something. And I'll, I'll, all I know how to do is search for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I search for. There's how many followers do they have? Does that does person have? have? No, 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 no. Oh. How many people do, is that person following? Oh, that's a good one. Do you know? know. No. You should check that out. Figure out who he's following, he or she is following, and then like go through all of their profiles and figure out which one he's engaging with. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then go hack yeah, them. That's the hack, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's only following 689. Yeah, oh, so God. then that's, that's not hard, right? That's nothing. Jumping in and then like seeing what are she – I wish that – Instagram had like the same way Twitter does, where it's like the tweets and replies. If you go into Twitter, yeah. you can see who you they're talking see. to. Mm-hmm. I wish that Instagram would do that too, because then you can jump in and, and figure out who they're following. Well, what I've done is I went into her account and saw the hashtags she's doing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The the producer. It's all just little hacks. Yeah. Exactly. And so if there's a reason she's hashtagging it, she doesn't do much. Like right here. Candy Cares School Assistance Program. That's a long one. Yeah. Yeah. But she's doing it. Let's see. She might be the only one. Um, let's check. Yeah. See? Only yep. four. But if somebody in her program. Yeah. So you know what it, you do? Just click the follow button. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Click that follow. That's, that's new. Yeah, that's new, right? Yeah. Follow the hashtag. And the next time she posts something, you jump on and you comment. Let's see. Candy Cares. Let's see that one. Man, it's just hacks. Yeah. See? A thousand posts. For Candy Cares. So I know that that one's relevant and she's probably doing it. This one was done November. And she's do, she's the one doing it. All these are hers. Yep. Candy Cares, Candy Cares. It's all her account. Yep. So all I have to do is can't, you know what I'm saying? Same and just You just follow them and you wait and, and you I, wait. And whenever that comes up, you comment and you exactly. say. And somebody on her team. But you know what I would do is I would research the crap out of whatever it is she's doing. So you can put like a really thoughtful comment on there. Yeah. I got you. You know what I mean? I got like you. really know what the hell she's talking about so that you can actually like contribute to that conversation. And then all of a sudden, like now you're having a conversation with her. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's just, man, it, it's so, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy, but yeah, it's work though. It's definitely work. Um, so I, I'll, I'll give you, this is an interesting story. Very much along the lines of there. So, um, there, I, we have an, I have a nonprofit that I'm, I, I'm the executive director for. Huh. It's an educational nonprofit. They do like a summer, it's like a marching band over the summer. Okay. Um, and one of the things that we did to market it through Instagram because of the age of kids mm-hmm. that we need, um, I would wait. And this is such a cool hack. Like I'm, I'm super, I'm super like, what's what I'm looking for? I've got an ego about this one. Cause yeah. I thought it was like, this is such a good idea. Um, so the kids are in marching bands, mm-hmm. right? They go to high school, they go to competitions in high school. Okay. Okay. So what I would do is I'd find the location of wherever those, those comp- uh, competitions were happening, mm-hmm. usually around the same time, um, same weekends. Oh, gotcha. I would find those locations in Instagram and then wait for kids to post. And then as the organization would say, Hey, congratulations. Good job. I don't know. Like, I really liked your show. If, if we had someone that yeah. was there that knew, knew what was going on there and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then, then, then we'd get a follow. Exactly. Right. And so that's, exactly. we went from 
in in like three months, just doing that, mm-hmm. in three months we went from zero to like forty seven hundred followers, <laughs> just from doing that. Like not even we didn't spend any money on ads. Yeah. But it's because we were talking to everybody, like commenting, and then all of a sudden all their friends see it, and we've got like there's thirty high schools yeah, that are that's there. What people do. They're like, who are they conversing with? Yes. Oh, let me follow him. Yep. Yeah. And that just little hacks, but anyway, yeah. like stuff like that, and then we would put Snapchat filters on their like where they were sitting because oh, yeah. I understand what's going on in those competitions. Yeah. Like they go and compete and then they go sit in the stands. Nice. So I put a fucking Snapchat filter on the stands, <laughs> right? That had our branding on there. Yep. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, not only on Instagram, oh, we also have a Snapchat filter, and they're freaking out. They're they're like, like, who's here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, weird stuff where now the kids are freaking out. Now they want to know what the hell's going on. Exactly. Oh, that's a badass hack. And it's just those – but and that's the only one that we, like – that's the only one that I can really think of that we got really serious on. I really need to start – and this is one of those things where, like, I know what I need to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard to do it when you don't have a a ton of – whenever I'm handling – like – Right. Client services, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we're so early in the phase, in the fa- building phase of this that um, I know I should be Instagram hacking the company, yeah. uh, but I'm not making time to do so. Gotcha. Total failure. Not making excuses or anything. Like, yeah. I, that's on me. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff we would do on our Instagram early on is, um, I very regularly check the local hashtags. Um, top nine. I'm always talking to people in the top nine. Um, or at least when I was doing it, I would talk to people on the top nine posts of the local hashtags. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other hacks that I was doing was getting, and this is kind of a macro hack, but I would find people on Instagram, businesses in the area that had a ton of followers and invite them to come on the show. Yeah. And then say, yeah, like, hey, like, I'd mention it. Someone that, like, do you have an Instagram? They would say, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, okay, let's follow each other. So we'd follow. And they'd make a post about us, all of their followers or 4,000, you know what I mean? And then people would come on with us. Um, I mean, it, and it's funny because we only did that for like two weeks. Oh, wow. And we went, I don't even know if I've got that up anymore. We, we have like over a thousand followers on Instagram already, um, locally. Um, and we don't even really take pay attention to it. How often do you, um, shoot messages to your followers? What do you mean? Like how often are you? On Instagram? Yeah. Like, um, like. You know, whether it's a thank you or whether it's for, hey, um, uh, offering your service or, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I want, I, I'm I wondering how it's received. I know I get some, but they're like automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, I follow somebody and they got this automated, you know. I hate those. Yeah, me they too. They make me mad. So what I did in the very beginning, as someone followed me, I'd go in and I would send a genuine one. And I remember somebody was like, Oh, that's a really like genuine automated. It was you know, like was a like, really elaborate. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, no, it's not genuine. It's just me. I just really liked it. And they're like, oh shit. They're like, dude, yeah. that's badass. Like, okay. Yep. And um, and then I stopped. I just never did. It's, been it's funny long. how people immediately think it's an auto auto generated yeah. stuff. Like I call people out on my Instagram when they do that. <laughs> like I saw one was like someone. It's, it gets kind of funny too. Yeah. And I think maybe that might be a hack too. Like down the line as yeah. we get more and more followers. Like someone would post something, like we posted, we posted a video of something, right? And then someone jumped on with a little okay sign and said, hey, cool picture. And I'm like, yeah, bro, it wasn't a picture. Like Instagram, like sent them a message, like it wasn't a picture. Nice try though. Cause I'm like, it was clearly you were copying and pasting that crap. For sure. The ones that say DM me. Yeah, DM me. Like, what the hell am I going to DM you for? I don't know who the fuck you are. (laughs) Like, why is this relevant to my post? Yeah. Like, give me a reason to DM you. Yeah. 
Yeah. You I know like what I mean? It. I like what you said about going in that hack you did with the band. Like, everybody probably should be doing that as a business owner. Yeah. Like, just looking for your Well, community. I think about what what should we be doing. The Beyond Elite Instagram should be, and I'm, like, giving myself advice to, like, quit being a punk and go do it, is I should find the top, like, the top 100 companies I want to do business with and do some research with them. And this is where it takes so much time. Yeah. Do research on them. Find out who's working in those companies and then go engage with them on Instagram. Right? Like we have there's a company i'm not going to say the name that's like right here that i want real bad they've been around here forever if i went and followed the secretary of that company on instagram and really started engaging with them i would have an easier way getting into that door to have a conversation than yeah. just you know and that's the same thing it's the priming yeah exactly and then you just imagine like if you really scale that crap we're not only are you priming them on facebook you're also talking to them on instagram you're also getting them on twitter and snapchat like what's well, it's the um but it has and it has to be genuine. So that's yep. why I say like with your account managers, like that's why be, that's why we brought them some so some so many of them on. Yeah, it, it makes so much sense to have mm -hmm. ten that are managing four to five versus five that are managing ten. You yeah, know what I mean, because then it's so much more personal, so much more engaging, and yep. they can go in there and truly interact and not have to make it up because of the yep. sales. You know, and this is prob that's probably something that I need to we need to sit down and talk with them about is like. If you want to do business with, like, this is one of your prospects you want to do business with, like, go follow that person on Instagram, yeah. right? Because, yeah. the, like, here in the market we're in, um, there nobody has a ton of followers, yeah. right? Like, no one's super famous out here. Yeah. Like, we're not in New York or Austin or something. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be difficult. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen I mean, have you looked in? Tweety's Tires got a big following. Do they really? Yeah, huge following. What are they doing? There's another photographer. What is it? Tweety's, Tweety's Tires? Tires? Yeah. There's another, look at it. There's a, Let's get them in here. There's a place. <laughs> there's also a place. Um, Tweety's Tire. There's also a lady here who's got like 200,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, man. Yeah, I get this for sure. I already see what they're doing. Like, this is awesome. They're killing someone. Like, look at all these hashtags. Yeah, Tweety? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody knows. So, yeah, I'm like, of course. And they got stories going on. Oh, everybody went to 33.5? Okay, six months ago, they had 20. Yeah, 33,500 followers. And, and then for them, for them, it gets like, then you have to have the, like, there's weird stuff that happens there. Like, how many of those people are local? Mm -hmm. Because Instagram's not really localized. Yeah. It's hard to get localized. Like, hashtags aren't local. Gotcha. Um, but that doesn't matter because... With that many followers, you've got some leverage. Like I'm already like I want them on the show now, because yeah. like I'm eventually I'm, I'm we're going fucking global. Like that's gonna happen at some point, so we might yeah. as well be building that following. Exactly. Um, and I wonder if that's kind of what they're doing the same same boat. But what I, I don't know. What I'm starting to realize is some people just naturally know what to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Some people get it. Yeah, they get it. I mean, it just makes sense. What to up, Tweety? I'm about to follow. I'm about to follow him on Snapchat. Yeah. Watch. You want to? You want to see a real hack? Check this out. I would just send it to him. I'm about to hack this guy right now. <laughs> I'm gonna follow him on Snapchat. Let's see. Watch. Add friends. Let's do a snap code. 
There's totally one in there. Quit screwing with me, Instagram. Hold on. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to. Sh this is gonna be. This is gonna be cool. So there's my screenshot. I'm gonna edit this. Save. All right, let's see if this let's see if this works. Okay, adding him as a friend. Do you know these guys? No. All right, are you ready? What's up, Tweety's Tires? Talking about you on the podcast. So you got a ton of followers. <laughs> What's up, Tweety's Tires? Talking about you on the podcast. So Dude, now I'm going to DM this guy. Yeah. I'm going to send it straight to him. Send to Tweety's Tires. Boom. So now I delivered it to him on his, on his Snapchat. Or his, his, yeah, Snapchat. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right. Good answer right away. Um, yeah. What's up? Semi big, <sighs> big, like good or bad? No, no, it's just kind of. It's just, it's just random, news. Random, okay. Random. I don't like bad news. Go ahead. Um, Geico jumped in as a sponsor for Evo this year. Geico jumped in as a sponsor for Evo. That's really cool. Holy crap! When did that happen? Just now? Well, it, not like recent, recent, but like it was like a week ago or something. So they're making more money now. Holy crap! That's huge news. Who's, so who's is Buffalo Wild Wings still in? I don't know. I'll, I'll Insurance companies are bigger. Oh. Yeah, that's like th Red there's Bull so many Michael. there's so much margins for that, huh? Who's the biggest Red Bull because Red Bull they were the biggest. Now I don't know who's bigger. Red Bull I, Geico. Probably Geico. That's an insurance company. They like have no margins, dude, or they have like massive margins. You have, you understand? Like people pay for insurance all year and never use it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I'm, I'm sure Geico is a bigger sponsor than Red Bull. Is everybody else staying on? Red Bull, Buffalo Wild Wings? I don't know. Is Arby's jumping on? I'll have to check. Because now they're owned by... But it's a big deal because like, you know, they're kind of a big name that jumped in. So. Do you know Evo? Do you know this world? No. The fighting game world? No. Oh, man. I want to. <laughs> this is crazy. Ray, huh. come sit in with us. Hold on. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna end this, this, this segment of the podcast because we're like 42 minutes in. Right. Um, but uh, let's see. Tune in for the next episode when we talk about esports. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Esports. All right, all right. Here we go. Bang.